All right, so I want to talk to you about uh, the Central game. Well, can you tell me a little bit about it? Because it, it was a fascinating story, and I know that you helped put it together. So basically, um, last year, so 2021, uh, me and Coach Gats, um, Gats and Meyer, everybody called him Coach Gats, mm-hmm. uh, we had a conversation about doing something to, to honor our past. Um, so that was part of the initial conversation. Um, of course, to pull things off now, you got to have resources. Um, so at that point, uh, we was targeting and doing something else with the limited resources they had at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went a different route, but we, sp- we still had it on our radar. Um, this year with um, the Booster Club, uh, Basketball Club, going out and get more sponsorships and donations, we know this year we can pull it off. Yeah. Um, so the game was something that was a thought that, man, we can showcase our upcoming basketball team, ninth grade, JB and the varsity, mm-hmm. as well as the new dance team that New High School is having for the first time ever, having a dance oh, team. Oh, right, right, right. Um, but also, like, man, so as we start talking about it, like, well, let's do more than just have the guys come out. Let's honor them. So let's take a segment throughout yeah. the game. So end of the dunk contest, they talk about uh, somebody from the past. At the end of the three-point shootout, they talk about somebody from the past. So yeah. every segment, the end of we honor somebody from the past. And, and originally, it wasn't going to be a one-game deal. Um, I started talking to uh, the guys, the ladies from that late 60s, uh, 1970 area. And, man, it, the story got deeper and deeper. Yeah. Where I had a conversation with Coach Gats last Tuesday. And I was like, hey, man, God, I'm putting my heart, man. Let's go bigger than this. Uh, let's let's do something that we can bring them back more to one game. And I said, let's do a documentary. Let's, let's honor them with some yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, so we went into the brainstorming mode, me and Coach Gats. Um, also, Tracy Drake was part of it. Um, uh, we had uh, Ray and um, and Jennifer as well as part of our like brainstorming team. We started thinking about things that we can do to to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to Auburn Bacon, which uh, yeah. was part of New Time Herald um, as well, about doing the filming of it. So we started out last Thursday, had a phenomenal opportunity to learn about our history, but we promised them we will give them more. Yeah. Um, so twice this year. Uh, we're going to honor the 1969 team okay. and the 1970 basketball team at one of the new high school games. But as well, we're going to have a roundtable discussion just for them just to air out what they feel. What yeah, they feel yeah, about yeah, yeah. the past, the present, the future. You know, just a way to recognize them. And, Clay, after that game, I'm telling you, I'm guessing 12, 13, 14 members of that generation came to me after the game. And one couple, a man and a woman, the Stricklands, I think the last name was, both was crying. Yeah. Uh, the, the woman was shaking, and she said two words over and over again. She said, you care. Yeah. Uh, she said, you care. And I said, yes, yes, ma'am. She's like, no, you don't get it. You care. Uh, and that, man, that took me back. To see the, the the people coming back with their old shirts on, their jackets on, the Letterman jackets yeah. from Central High yeah, School. Yeah. I mean, it was, wow. it was phenomenal, like phenomenal. So we got a lot of great feedback. We did have some people that shared some things that we need to change up a little bit. Oh, um, but but it was amazing feedback. Uh, great time. The three-point shootout went really well. I think Teron Warner uh, won three-point shootout. My son Darius Teagle won the uh, slam dunk contest. Yeah. Um, but, man, just a phenomenal time. The step team did really, really well. They performed uh, at halftime. They performed during the game, the ninth great game, the JV game, the varsity game. Uh, it was just a great night. I mean, it was a great night. Uh, I know we had members from the – from the paper that Rob was there, yeah. um, also um, Laura, Laura yeah, was there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, it just was a great night, man. It was a great night. I learned a lot. I'm still learning from them. I think next Wednesday, I have another uh, meeting with the 1970 Alumni Club yeah, members, okay, okay. Um, just to go over what we can do more. Um, 
Um, just because it's going to be a public broadcast, I cannot share what we're going to do for them, but we got something big planned for them both times they come out to the games this year. I just yeah. can't share it because maybe one of them might hear it. Sure, sure. But definitely we're going to really honor them because they deserve it. Yeah. Uh, the stories they have are some uh, are missing trophies, which – they have nothing to recognize that they won anything back in the day mm-hmm. uh, with some touching stories. But, yes, overall experience was amazing. I loved it. Like, I I was sharing this with, with my sister, Ernestine, that I sat in my truck after the event was over with at CEC. And, man, I felt the same joy I felt that night, the same joy I feel every year when I do the golf uh, fundraiser um, because I know it really helping some people. But also, like that Miss Strickland said, we care. Yeah. Uh, I care for cancer survivors because my son went through it. You know, so it's, it's a deep story for me. For her to tell me that, like, over and over again, and she was crying. Like, she was really shaking. And she kept on saying, you care. Man, you care. Man, that did everything to me. Yeah. Like, every got going, uh, bottle water we, we, we picked up, every <laughs> store run, the BJ we did, every run we did to honor grocery, uh, was everything worth it, man. Because yeah. when you hear somebody shaking and say that you care, all that stuff, man, makes you feel good. So I was very thankful um, for everybody involved, from Randy Robbins to Mr. Puckett to Miss um, uh, Ware, the cheerleading coach, to Coach Gats, everybody that played a part in it. Yeah. Noontime Herald, like whoever played a part in it, you know, I was very thankful because, man, I mean, we all care. Yeah. Um, what so, was some of the feedback you got from the pl- oh, former players? Oh, uh, man, they was happy. Uh, uh, one of the players decided that he wanted to go on the court. He actually talked to Rob, our yeah. sports editor, and Rob texted me that uh, uh, Mr. Zachary wanted to go on the court and do a shootout. So I got him and another fan uh, from the stands to do a shootout. <laughs> and and obvious uh, to everybody, they did not make a shot. But it was just the fact that they were so enthusiastic about doing that. Yeah. And Mr. Zachary's like, man, he said, promise me one thing. And I said, what that, Mr. Zachary? He said, please keep it going. I said, you got my word. I said, no, you got my word. And so I made it public knowledge like 10 times tonight. We're going to keep it going. I said, it's been a video, so yeah. I can't go back on my Yeah, word. yeah, that's right. <laughs> right, right. But um, he, he kept on saying, just keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. Promise me that. So for sure, uh, if honor Mr. Zachary, Miss Strickland, to everybody was there, uh, we you, definitely going to keep it going. You can't do sure. that enough. Yeah, that's the thing is, I mean, it's not a one and done thing when you talk about the history, especially something like that. Right. Like, I think it's, it's for every generation. You, it, Like what I say in the newspaper, you can report about something once, maybe 20% of the people might read it. Right, you know, right. It, something that's worth repeating is worth repeating. Right, right. And I think the more that you can do to honor those players in that time, I mean, I think that's it's paramount. You've got to keep doing that. And, and I'll tell you, Clay, one thing that got me uh, is that Mr. Zachary, I went to his house. Um, I think it was like two days before the event, and uh, he showed me like a scrapbook of pictures, right? And one of the pictures he showed me was a picture of their B team back in 1969. So not even the starters, just the B team. Clay, and I shared this that night, their average height was taller than our current team. Really? Uh, their average height was six foot four. Our current team average height is six foot three. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that was their B team. And oh, I told wow. Mr. Zachary, I said, no, what are y'all beating everybody? Y'all was what? <laughs> giants roaming the land. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that was one thing that I took from it. But like I said, it was just, it was a night that I would never forget. Like, it's, it's up there with, with, with that golf fundraiser because, man, I just feel like, man, this is just, man, God, thank you. Well, when you talk to the kids and the players of, you know, this this age, do what what is their feedback about some of this? Do you think that they kind of understand the gravity of it and, you know, just – how far? Well, I would say this, and I won't say this for every kid because I can't speak on every, 
one thing that Coach Gatz does with the basketball team is that he do a lot of give back stuff. And what I mean by that, he give back to people that laid the foundation for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, that I think that our kids, it kind of lines up because they already doing it. Like he big on community service projects. He believe in, like I think every other Tuesday, they run to Bridging the Gap for the conditioning, but also they help at, they help out at Bridging the Gap. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's big on that community service stuff. Yes. Uh, so I think they I think it, it kind of lines up with what they already got in place. But I think everybody, including my son, we talked about it that night uh, when we got to the house. He's like, Dad, man, I didn't realize it's gonna be this big. He said that <laughs> he said he had older folks coming to him like, man, I'm gonna follow you this year. Like you're my favorite player. Like, he just he was like overwhelmed by it. You know. So I think yeah. it was just I think everybody it meant something to him, and they expressed that it meant something to them. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I mean, I guess dovetailing into that, let's talk about basketball for okay. this upcoming season. Uh, I know we talked about football last time, and I think that was a pretty good rundown. So, I mean, let's give it a shot with this upcoming prep season. Uh, I guess, let's, you want to start with Noonan? I mean, you got the shirt on. Yeah, we, we, uh, we can rock and roll with it. All right, so let's talk about their last season. How, what, how did that ultimately kind of wind up? For all right, you? let's do girls first. Okay. Uh, we do boys and girls. Yep. Uh, uh, the girls team last year uh, definitely showed some improvement. They lost in the playoffs to Pepperbrook. Uh, that Pepperbrook team ended up going to the Final Four. So they lost to a team that's pretty good. That region they were in last year with Pepperbrook, uh, East Kaida, uh was a very, very tough region. Uh, going to this year, on the girls' basketball side of things, the region is not as tough. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be Noonan's best team, talent-wise, they don't have from top to bottom in probably about five years. Yeah, I think, which will probably shock a lot of people, they'll be the first year Noonan High School girl basketball would be East Kaida. I think uh, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they are definitely and not it's no knocking at East Kaida, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I just think that they have a lot of they have, they have a lot of depth. Yeah. Um they have a good nucleus coming back um on the team. Um and like I said, they lost actually uh they lost uh Portress, uh which was um a phenomenal player, um uh Ashira Portress, uh Ashira Brown, I'm sorry, I'm not saying Ashley Portress. Ashira Brown, they lost her, who was a eighteen point scorer, so that part hurt. They lost Gonzalez, which was a good score. It was Landero, um, but they returned everything else. That freshman and sophomore class they had last year, like I said, was really, really good. Like really, really good. Then you add a Zariah Hall, which being a starter for them since the fresh freshman year, um, she's gonna be the leader this year. Uh, probably a double double type player. Um, very smart kid. I think she's going into the medical background. Talked to her mother, um, but just a really good kid that gonna lead that team. And that freshman sophomore class last year have grown up. And they were putting up some numbers last year. So I think this year, Noonan team would be a, would go over 500. They have an over 500 record. And I think this year would be the first year, and I think maybe over a decade, that they beat East Coyota. Wow. All yeah. right. What about the boys? Uh, the boys' side of things, um, which I got a chance because my son is on the team to see a lot this year during the spring and the summer. Our boys, you remember we did a football preview, and I said that, man, the region that Trinity is in and the region that Noonan is in is top-heavy. Mm-hmm. Our boys, best by region the same way. Okay. Uh, preseason-wise, uh, Alexander ranked number two in the state of Georgia. Uh, Langston Hughes ranked number seven in the state of Georgia. Uh, South Paulding ranked number nine in the state of Georgia. Uh, Douglas County uh, got the leading scorer in the state of Georgia to transfer to Douglas County. Mm-hmm. Plus, they added two six-foot-seven twins. They are both ranked. That's all in our region. Uh, Paulding County last year is in our region, made to the Elite Eight. They're in our region. Uh, Holy moly. The region is loaded. Yeah. By that being said, I, I like I like our team. Yeah. Uh, I still think that we'll win in between fifteen and twenty games. With all that being said, by the other teams, 
and I think we'll make the playoffs. Um, it's a team that um, at the guard position, they got a transfer come in, mm-hmm. uh, Braylon Jackson. Braylon has been offered by Eastern Michigan. Uh, he had like four or five offers. Uh, we had a Jamarian Glenn that transferred in from Callaway High School, all-region player. Mm-hmm. And in return, a Jaden Morrison, uh, return, a, a Justin Reed that started last year for Nuna High School. Uh, the bench is really, really good. Uh, we got a, a Wheeler Drake. Um, uh, we have a, uh, a Donovan Ackles that's really good. Um, and Darius, uh, my son, is having a really good spring, a really good fall. Like Darius is, is doing really, really well. Darius now have a five scholarship offer. So having a really good uh, spring and fall. And I think that starting lineup that we have can compete with pretty much anybody in the state of Georgia Wow. Uh, when they're all healthy. Right now, they're going to start the season without Justin Reed, who got hurt in the football part of it. But once Justin get in play um, by mid-December, uh, Newton High School basketball will be tough to beat. So, would you say region's probably the biggest challenge they're going to have to face this year? No doubt. No doubt. That region is tough. Uh, the region is tough. Colgats also scheduled some some out-of-region games that can be tough. McIntosh, he's scheduled. Fayette County, he's scheduled, uh, which is which is I like. Because yeah. to me, uh, you, know, you should play tough teams. They got Midtown, which went to the playoffs last year on Friday to open the season. Yeah. So, like I said, got a tough schedule. Um, but uh, I feel confident that our Krugers will be in double digits again with wins, and our Krugers will make a run in the playoffs. Very cool. Let's move over to our rivals, the East Coweta. Uh East Coweta, the girls' part is really hard to say right now. They lost so much. Uh, when you lose six seniors that go out to play college basketball, wow. that's tough. Yeah. Uh, and those six have been starting in one of the top reserves for four years solid. So basically replacing pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, they do have some size, do have some good guard play. Um, um, but the key thing, once again, is – East Kaido will be a team um, that I feel like towards the end of the year will be so much better because they're going to start gelling. Right now, uh, I think it's a team they're going to struggle at the beginning because not because they're not talented. I think they got two freshmen that's coming in. They're going to be phenomenal. Um, that I think it might be all state type players in in, in three years. Uh, so the so the talent is just there. It's just that there. It just it's it's talent that's not being on a seven a court against the top players and in that region. Uh, character and Westlake girls are one and two in the state. Um, that's that's in your region, so that part gonna make it tough. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing about Coach Timmons, she's a hardcore coach. Uh, see me, she's one of the best coaches in Georgia that I've seen on the girls side of things. So if, if anybody get anything out of this team, be Coach Timmons. So it will be a team that if, when I say they're rebuilding, they still gonna win double digits of games. So yeah. they still gonna do that yeah. part. They won't be as what they was the last three or four years. But it's hard to be when you lose six seniors six that went out to college. That's huge. <laughs> and, and that's not just six seniors. Six seniors that went out to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. So it, is there any other one that's point to kind of keep our eyes on? Uh, it's it's, it's a couple. Uh, one of the ones that caught me last year with Miss Bowler, but Miss Bowler is a is a is a big. Uh, she's about six three, uh, uh, and she had some games. I remember watching that Nooney game where she was she was a handful, mm. and she was a sophomore at the time. So she's the one that I think that. Definitely help out. That's another Taggart uh, player that her sister played for East County last year at point guard. I think it would be something that to keep an eye on as well as. And also, J.R. Revere's daughter, um, someone in our city, uh, Miss Revere, mother work at CCJR, played quarterback at Georgia Southern. He's a quarterback trainer there, uh, trainer now. His daughter is on a team that I think is going to help out as well. And like I said, they got two freshmen that are coming in. That's like I feel strongly. Like I said, they, they were the best player at, at, uh, at Blake Bass. And the best player, Arnold, they're, they're going to get some playing time this year from, from East Kaida. And I said the future is going to be bright yeah. on that side of it. Just Maybe it's just not this year. Okay. 
What about the boys? Uh, the boys, uh, senior heavy. Uh, they okay. lost uh, five seniors. Uh, they returned five seniors that all got playing time. Uh, Austin Colton would be their leader. Uh, Austin is someone I think maybe might be the, the most underrated player in Georgia. Uh, phenomenal score, uh, great, great, great competitor, uh, the son of a coach. Um, I've been involved with Austin since he was like five. Him and Darius played on upward basketball teams since they were five, and they played AAU basketball ever since then. So I've been with Austin since he was like five. And a uh, phenomenal basketball player. Uh, they also have a Colt Donnelly at two guard. They can flat out shoot it, athletic, uh, about six foot three. Uh, they have a Sage Spade that can shoot the ball, another athletic six three. They have a Carby Martin, about 6'3", once again, that athletic can handle the ball. Uh, and then they have a Brian Gillespie, who's the younger brother, of Rico Gillespie, about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, that can do everything. They got about five players on their team that all got guard-like skills. Um, so they don't have the 6'8", six, 6'9", six, got ahead before, but they have, about, they have Austin and about four or five other guys that are very athletic on the perimeter that can do a lot of good things. That region, once again, when you got Westlake and Carrollton in that region, in a Pepperbrook, which – Pembroke going to probably be preseason number one in the state of Georgia. And boys, mm-hmm. that's tough. Uh, Campbell went to the playoffs last year. So four out of five teams in the region is going to be really, really good. So uh, East Kaida, talent-wise, is a 15-20 to 20 win team. Okay. Uh, region-wise, it might be 10-15 to 15 because the region is so tough. Yeah. Um, but those players are all of players I feel confident that one day we're playing basketball in college. Yeah. Uh, Austin Colton, like I said, to me is the most underrated player in the state of Georgia. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I guess let's move over to Northgate. How okay. are the girls this year? Northgate got a new coach. Yeah. Um, and to me, one of the best things about that is she'll play through some great programs. She was under leadership of Coach Timmons. Uh, she came to Troop County High School. She played at West Georgia. So those are always good things, man, that when you have – it's almost like being a coach under Nick Saban, uh, through the coaching tree, like, mm-hmm. okay, so they really know what they're doing. Um she she have she inherited a good roster too, and one thing you know about Northgate two years ago they went they zero and twenty one. I think last year they won like six or seven ball games, so they yeah. were trending yeah. already. Uh, coach Marcella Johnson were the coach there for, you know, I'm guessing maybe ten fifteen years. Uh, of course, he's not there no more, but she might be bringing in a what they need uh, yeah. more than anything. No knock against him because I'm a big Marcella Johnson fan. Is that she might be bringing in what they need for what they got right now? Because they have a very very a talented team. Jasmine Arnold is is legit. Um, she leading scorer last year. She's a as a sophomore. She's a junior right now, and she's gonna be the leader of that team. Um, and to me, they will follow off her lead. The rest of the team, they only have one senior in the whole team. Wow. So this team will be trending again in the right direction. I feel strongly that this team can win 12, 13, 14 ball games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which in the following year could be a team that might reach that twenty win plateau. Which we think we never heard four years ago when Northgate won zero ball games. So yeah. go from zero wins to three years later you win twenty. That says a lot about your program. Oh, sure. So yeah. definitely, that program is definitely trending in the right direction. That's what you want as a fan, as a supporter. How are we moving? And they're moving in the right direction. Okay. What's the makeup of the team? Are they senior heavy or is it kind just, of a- just one senior? Uh, and they got one senior, five juniors, and three sophomore. I think like the top eight nine players. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely a young team. Very cool. And a little bit about their region. How do you think they'll fare? Uh, that region is a five-team region. So they have Drew, which is really not a strong basketball program. Harris County really ain't a strong basketball program. McIntosh always good, but yeah. McIntosh was senior heavy last year. Um, so that thing about that, so there's a good chance. And I really don't know really nothing about Northside of Columbus. Um, so be honest with you, they might be a team to compete for the region. Cool. Um, because McIntosh, like I said, lost a lot last year, that senior class, which they lost a 
a player that I think was end up going to Kentucky or Auburn mm-hmm. um, on that team, but they were senior heavy. So Norgate have a chance uh, this year. Might can be a region championship team. It would be great. How about that? Uh, knowing um, to go from once again to zero wins to maybe winning fifteen ball games and win a region championship. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. That's solid. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. How about the boys? The boys uh, lost three important seniors last year, uh, led by Kenny Orr, which was a phenomenal three year starter for them. Um, they have Joshua Orr, uh, which has started for three years as well, be the probably senior leader this year. Uh, but also they have size. Like they have um, two brothers, uh, Adrian and Andrew, uh, one is 6'5, one is 6'4. They have Will, which I've been doing Will since he was like in his seventh grade. He's like 6'3 then. He's like 6'5 now. Uh, also as a post. Uh, so they have size. Um, uh, they have a Jordan Thornton, a kid that I've been watching play ball from since he was six. Uh, he's about like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he's a sophomore. They can handle the ball really, really well. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of the right pieces. Once again, with that region, uh, McIntosh can be good. Yeah. One thing about McIntosh, which is kind of weird, is that all the basketball players decide to play football this year, and all of them have scholarship offers. So I don't know if they're going to play football. I don't know if they play basketball or not. Yeah. If they play basketball, McIntosh will win that region. Because McIntosh, um, those three guys – are six five, six seven, six eight, and all three of them can play. Oh, wow. So if they stay the football, yeah. uh, Norgate might win the region. If it's not, <laughs> uh, Norgate would definitely compete. But uh, Norgate would be good this year. Like I said, they play Noonan uh, on their schedule. They have East Kite on their schedule. Mm. Uh, I won't be surprised if Norgate win 14, 15 ball games, uh, which once again is an improvement off of last year. Yeah. Uh, last year they um, they had a better year than the year before. I think the year before they won like three or four games. Last year they doubled that win total. I think they won like eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, this year I can see them winning 14, 15 ball games. Very cool. So definitely a solid year. Definitely a playoff year for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. So right now uh, the team we mentioned: Noonan girls, Noonan boys, Northgate girls, Northgate boys, all make the playoffs. Nice. Well, that's good news. Well, I guess moving over to the private schools. Uh, what what's Heritage looking like this year? Uh, I talked to um, Coach uh, Justin Stevens, uh, the coach at Heritage, um, on Friday, and he just shared with me. He said, Derek. Uh, we were very young. Uh, we had some kids that came in that I just got to get them acclimated to the heritage, the heritage system. He said, so right now, he said, he's looking for a leader. Yeah. Uh, he said, we lost Kenway Wall last year. We lost Haley Spence last year. He said, so I'm looking for a leader. Um, he said, we'll find out more when we play. They actually play this Thursday, them and the boys, at State Farm Arena. Um, so, so he said, we're going to find out. He said, but we're a very young team. He said, but I like the pieces. He said, one thing I can say about this team right now, he said they're more together as a team right now. So he said, he said, so we're a team. If they get everything put together, he said we'll be tough in January. He said, see the beginning of the year? He said, we got, we got a lot to work through. Yeah. So that was his exact words when I talked to him Friday was that there's a team that could be rebuilding at the beginning of the year, he said, but he should feel really good about it in January. It's just got to gel. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Okay. And the girls? Uh, the boys. I'm sorry, the boys. Yes, yeah. the boys. Um, I talked to Coach Jerome on Friday as well. And Coach Jerome was talking about Matt Skidmore and the progress he made over the summer. Yeah. Uh, Matt's is now a junior. Uh, Matt's about 6'2", flat out shoot the basketball. But one thing that Coach Jerome expressed was his leadership. Uh, he felt like him, Demetrius Gibson, or uh, Ian, uh, was another kid that started for them last year. On that team that went to the uh, Final Four, I was up there. Uh, they lost to that, that giant team, Greenford Forest. Uh, yeah, those right, guys were huge. Right, they're right. like six foot seven. Oh, uh, no, no. They're like seven foot seven. Are foot you one. serious? Yes, yes. I would look at the photos uh-huh. and I'd be like, oh my gosh. The crazy part about this play, uh, that day, I get to the game and try to find a way to park. It was at Buford, uh Arena. So I'm trying to find a uh, place to park. So you find like the small parking spot. 
So me and my son, my son Cameron with me. Cameron's six foot three, I'm six foot five, right? So we get out the car and I'm telling Cameron about Green for Forest and how tall they are. He said, Dad, it's not that tall, they're not that tall. So what happens is that as we walking into the gym, the Green for Forest bus pull up, right? So I said, Cameron, just wait a second. He said, What are we waiting for? I said, Did you see how tall they are? Everybody walked by us, we looking up to. And he said, Oh my God, Dad, how tall are they? I said, seven foot, seven foot one, six foot eleven. He said, How can you beat that? I said, you can't. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but going back to Heritage, well, yes, uh, I think that, that was a good supporting story mm. for how good that uh, Heritage did last year, but yeah. who they lost to. Yeah. They lost to pretty much the NBA team. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had, yeah. I don't want to say yeah. they didn't have a prayer, but it was going to be a yeah, didn't have. Shot. They didn't have a shot. Yeah. No, no. But no. It's good to see them get right. that far, though, for sure. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. This year, team, uh, like I say, dropped down a class. One thing about Costa Rome, he always going to schedule tough games. Outside of the region, he already is doing that. Uh, he told them they're going to be in the Sandy Creek Classic. They're playing in the Wheeler Classic. So they're playing tough teams. That's what Coach Jerome is all about. Yeah. Uh, but also what Coach Jerome is, he's a motivator. He knows his talent. So there's going to be a lot of plays this year run with those three, mid three, which is Matt Skidmore, Ian Hall, and Demetrius Gibson. I watched Demetrius at an all-star game this year. Uh, Demetrius got better, like six foot four, six foot five. Uh, handling the basketball really, really well. So Heritage is going to be okay. They'll be a team that no doubt inside of my mind they'll make the playoffs and probably be the region champions. Like, Who do you think the toughest one in their region, do you think? Uh, Brookstone was good last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also uh, uh, Padilla's was good last year as well. So you're going to come between those three. Uh, but I, like I said, I have full confidence in Coach Jerome. So would I be surprised if they won the region this year? I would not be surprised. Wow. Definitely make them the playoffs for sure. Yeah. Will they be playing Trinity this year? Uh, I didn't ask that question, but I'm sure they got to be on the, on the schedule. I hope they are. Yeah. It just fits. It yeah. just fits, yeah. So hopefully they are. All right. Yeah. We'll talk about the Trinity girls then. Uh, Trinity girls last year, of course, they lost yeah, the yeah. All-State Center. Um, she was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, cool. But they do they return uh, Madison Morick, who's a flat-out shooter, maybe the best, one of the best shooters in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, not just me saying that. Facts proven it. Uh, when you shoot about 90% from the free throw line, about 50% from the three-point line, uh, facts kind of prove that you want the best shooters in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so they return her, uh, which is big. Like I said, losing Sophie, Sophie is big. Uh, when you lose a player that, you know, going to the University of Kansas on basketball scholarship, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they, they return Leah Schaefer, who's an athletic wing, about 5'10", 5'11", that just look like an athlete. Like, this is the first thing you're like, oh, she's an athlete. Yeah. Uh, so return her as well as uh, Layla Logan, who was a uh, – a uh, two-guard, a point guard last year. They can flat out shoot the basketball. Probably one of the best on-ball defenders that I saw last year in girls' basketball. Mm. Uh, so they have like a bit three as well uh, that they can go to. And, of course, they have a great coach, Coach Joe Daniels, that I'm very fond of, that I think the world of. So um, do I think they have a good year this year? No doubt about it. Um, or is that region tough when you look at the Whitewater, a LaGrange, a Troop, a Stars Mill? Yes, it is. Yeah. Do they make the playoffs? Yes, they will. I feel, I feel that much about uh, Coach Joe and what they do that this team will make the playoffs once again in a tough region. Yeah. Who's, who should we watch for this year? Uh, player-wise? Yeah. Uh, Madison. Madison. Uh, yeah, no yeah, doubt. No doubt. Know. But I think the probably most improved player uh, would be Aaliyah uh, Schaefer. Uh, she is she is different. Uh, like When I say that, that she is different because she's so tenacious, she's so nice. It's, I'm like, she's the, she reminds me of my own son. Like, there's the nice thing you want to meet and probably the quietest thing you'll meet off the court on the court, I don't know what to get into him. Yeah. Same thing I feel like I'm Schaefer. Like she's just like that. She's she have very nice demeanors, talk very softly, but she's so aggressive on the court. So she might be the most improved player. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, how about the guys? Whew. 
The big three. Yeah. Um, the guy team last year did not have a good year according to Trinity standards. Uh, the region was tough. A lot of close losses. losses. That team is loaded. Uh, they scrimmaged versus Noonan uh, about a month and a half ago. It was like a war, uh, a real war, <laughs> like a real war inside OPF's gym. Wow. Um, they have a big three. I mean, a real big three. Uh, they have um, uh, the coach nephew, Justin De La, De La Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, about six five, can handle the basketball, can get to the rack. Uh, they have uh, Ernesto Alamante that, to me, um, have a chance to be one of the best players come through County County. Uh, he is as good as it get. Uh, would dunk on you. <laughs> yeah. uh, would shoot the three-pointer. Uh, have a good floor game. Uh, he's really good. Then they have uh, Alex Pitts, who brother played in college. And Alex is a sophomore. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, uh, can handle the basketball. I mean, they have a real big three that can be a handful for a lot of people. And even though I've seen LaGrange play, uh, and LaGrange is really, really good, and I think LaGrange – might be the region favorite. You know, Whitewater is really good. I saw Whitewater play as well. Uh, they're going to have a handful with Trinity. Uh, that region, just like the football region had at one point, five teams ranked in the state of Georgia. Uh, the basketball season will be like that as well. Fed County is really good. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I can see Fed County ranked in the top 10 uh, with RJ Kennedy leaving them. I can see Trinity, Trinity ranked in the top 10. I can definitely see LaGrange in the top 10. I can see Whitewater in the top 10. Like, that region is yeah. tough. Like, <laughs> tough. And I'm not, I haven't mentioned uh, teams that are normally really, really, really good are North Clayton or Riverdale, mm. uh, which I heard Riverdale is really good this year. I think yeah. Newton plays them the third game of the year. So I didn't include North Clayton and Riverdale that usually are really good basketball schools. Boy. But even that being said, I feel confident in saying this. Trinity would make the playoffs, and I would not be surprised if they won the region championship. That's how talented no bit three are. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And that region, I it could feature five, six, ten – Five or six teams in the top ten. Yeah. Which is crazy. So who are the ones to watch? Is it the big three? I mean, that's yes. to watch yes. for? Yes. Okay. Those are get your popcorn ready. <laughs> that, that's the show. What like, do you think is going to be the, one of the biggest challenges they have this year in terms of uh, schedule? Who do you think will be one of the uh, top Fayette County? Uh, Whitewater, Whitewater, Fayette County, uh, LaGrange. Yeah. All three of them. Because I watched uh, Whitewater play, and they so talented, and they so long. But also, I watched Fayette County play, and they so quick. Uh, and RJ is legit. Then I watch Lagrange play, and Lagrange have everything you want from guards to to post to people can shoot it. Like man, it's it's nobody out of those three are no slouch. So uh, you just pick pick yeah. pick a name, <laughs> Lagrange. <laughs> about Central, what do you think? I mean, Central on one hand, uh, let's let's go with uh, the boys side first. Uh, they lost Trey Parker, uh, Kyle Williams, uh, Trey. Uh, was the MVP of uh, West Georgia All-Star Game, which is a score. Uh, Trey can give you 35 a night. Uh, I think he ended up averaging like 28, 29. So, phenomenal basketball player. So, losing that hurts. Uh-huh. Um, like, there's no way around it. Yeah. But they return uh, a lot of people that was juniors last year, they seniors this they year. They had a very young team last year. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Sam Terrell will be their leader. Uh, that Landon Summerall is really, really good. Rudy is really, really good. Uh, they have some size with Landon Brooken. Uh, Cody Taylor, Cody about 6'6", six, six. Uh, Landon about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, uh, they have uh, Mark Hayden that lit up the JV game the other day I watched. Like on, on Twitter, they had like 30-some points in JV. That's now he's on the varsity team. So they have uh, – to me, they have a more balanced team this year. Yeah. Where they have a lot of players that might give you 12, 13, 14. And last year, Trey would give you 27. Everybody else might give you 6 and 7. So this year be probably more balanced. And, you know, anything with sports or, or scouting or knowing your opponent – 
the harder team to play, you have five or six guys giving you 12, 13, 14, 15, because mm-hmm. you know who to guard. I'm going to remind me of Noonan. I think Noonan going to have that as well. So this team might be better because they have a lot more spread out. out. Yeah. Um, so this year's team uh, uh, would be really, really good. Like I have no doubt uh, that Coach White will lead this team to the playoff. And I have no doubt this team can make a run. Like a sincere run mm-hmm. to the top, like no doubt. Yeah. Without I mean, that, we're losing a twenty-seven point score in, in Trey Parker, yeah. which says a lot. Okay. And the ladies. The ladies are young. Yeah. Uh, they're young. Uh, both teams have played the game. The boys won their first game by thirteen. Uh, the girls lost their first game by eight. Uh, the girls' teams is young. They only have one senior. Uh, out of the top ten players, seven of them are freshmen sophomores. Oh wow! So it's a team that uh, I feel that they record get better. Last year won. They went. I think it was nine. No, 11 and 10. 11 and 10 last year. Uh, so this year, I think it was a bit better record wise, even though um, they're kind of transitioning uh, with their roster. Because last year, they lost uh, Doria Foxworth. They ended up signing a scholarship to Trinity College in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they lost that, which was their post person, the person they went to. This year, be more spread out again, um, but they have depth. Like they have depth. One through seven or eight, it'll be kids to be on the court, will give you 20, 25 minutes. So you have a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. Um, Similar to the boys, they're going to have a lot of different scores. They'll be leading their team in scoring. Um, but the team will, will be really, really good. There's not a team in our county, as an overall view, that I feel like won't make the playoffs this year. Yeah. So that including Central Crusader boys and girls. Okay. So if someone only had the opportunity to go to like a handful of games this year, who would you advise them would probably be some of the best matchups? So, like, say for Noonan, if you could only go to one Noonan game, which one are you going to go to? Noonan East Cal, either December oh, yeah. 2nd. Same for East Cal, yeah. then, yeah. The, 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 um, outside of that, um, I think um, Noonan, well, to me, the best set of games to go is the Fed County Classic. That's right. Because um, I, I know Noonan is playing Fed County. Fed County is one of those teams that I feel like would be a top 10 in Georgia. Um, uh, East Cal, playing Whitewater. Whitewater be one of the teams I see yep. one of the top ten yep. in Georgia. Uh, Trinity playing that day. Trinity a top ten team potentially. Yeah. Um, so to me, uh, that's that's it. Just it's got it all right on there. a Saturday. I think December twelfth. I think the date. Okay. She on a Saturday. She, that's 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 where you should be at. Um, because right. then you can see all of it uh, yeah. at one time. Uh, particular games at Trinity playing Heritage, of course. Yeah. That's a rivalry game, so yeah, you just got to yeah. be there. Yeah. And I feel like both teams gonna be good again. I think last year. Uh, the first game was a buzzer beater mm-hmm. uh, shot. The second game, it, uh, Trinity won by one. I mean, mm-hmm. it, just, it was just one of those things. I had the privilege of being of all three of them and enjoyed all three games. I think Noonan versus East Carolina this year will be different because I think the girls' game will be competitive. Yeah. The last four or five years, the girls' game was you know, 72 to 14. This year going to be really that 45 to 40 type game. Okay. That's going to be exciting for everybody to get a piece yeah, of that, that yeah, excitement. Yeah. The boys' game going to be exciting as well. You know, so – to me, if I would say, I guess, man, go to that Fed Kaida Classic, that'd be number one. Then probably the next game, I would say Noonan versus East Kaida because it's going to be balanced on both sides of it. Um, so that's what I would say. Very cool. Man, always a pleasure. Oh, no problem, no problem. Yeah, man. I'm surprised. We can talk about this all day oh, we long. We sure can. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give you anything to drink either. Oh, my God, this guy's going to be dying. All right. Well, we all heard it first. Uh, be sure to get out to the Fed Kaida Classic December 12th and any other games that you can catch and, uh, you know, read all about it. See it all about it. Derek? Always a pleasure. No problem, bro. Talk to you soon. All right, man.